It's Cash Color Cannabis, a higher level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. And this episode is sponsored by Atlantibus Clothing. Everything from our drug lord collection to our return of the vipers, as well as our Atlantibus collection, are available for sale right now at AtlantibusClothing.com. So stop by the website and shop today. All right, man. So I've been... um, just taking phone calls from this one right here. <laughs> I feel like everybody in Atlanta in the cannabis industry is either taking my call or avoiding yeah. my call. Girl, let me tell you something. Now, I'm going to introduce my guest in a second. I, I'm joking with her because she is a friend of mine. She was calling me, man. You was calling like 10 o'clock at night. And I try to tell people, you know, I'm married. You know, stuff happens after after 9 o'clock. I'm like, she calling at 10, 1030, girl. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. This is my girl Stacy Thompson with me, man. Hey, Stacy. Hey. If y'all remember, Stacey was here with us, and she just reminded me, um, this is this past February, so you was here with us February to it discuss. It seems like forever. Bro. I thought it was last year, to be completely honest with you. But yeah, you, she was here last year, she was here last year, she was here this February to speak about her brand, um, A Table 420. Um, we were actually in the process of uh, doing a collaboration, and then... Dun, coronavirus! Coronavirus, coronavirus, y'all. Man, coronavirus came and Millie rocked on all our plans, man, like, oh. like, like with all the funk oh. about it, man. So, um, but we, we, we I want to get into what you've been doing since then, you know, because oh COVID has really slowed down a lot of things. But um, I really love to see how black people, especially black owned businesses, have, have survived during COVID. Okay. I want to hear how what, what these new changes that you've been teasing yes. me with about Table 420. Yes. And I just want to know how the hell you've been doing, man, because I haven't yeah. talked to my friend in a while. So okay. this is well, Stacey Thompson, everybody. How y'all doing? Hey, I'm going to take my mask off. Thank so you. It's finally. a little easier to talk. Oh, and I got mine too. Like, don't make it yes. seem like she just up here being co- uh, COVID compliant. No, hold that up, though. Because this is the official Table for 20 Canna Buddy mask Okay It's a hemp leaf mask And it's reversible So you can wear it on the all black side And the times you need to be a little bit more discreet oh. Or you can wear it on the loud side Whenever you want to, you know, promote that loud I like this <laughs> um, But yes, first of all I just have to say all praise and honor to the Most High Amen. The God of Israel He has been taking such good care of me In the midst of covid I have felt so blessed and I have been just praying for everybody out there that's ailing because I know not everybody has been able to be this fortunate. But um, so many good changes, both personally and professionally with Table for 20. Um, I don't know if you could tell. I lost a neck and I mean, I lost a chin and found my neck since the last time I was here. (laughs) I am am 40 pounds down since February. That that glow up deserves an applause. Um, I'm debt free. I paid off my student loan. Hey, can I holla at that? Hey, can I I dap you up on that? I I, I paid paid my bills on the first time on the first (laughs) in months. In months. It felt so good today, man. I actually paid my rent a week ago. (laughs) <laughs> like in months, man. So I can feel you on that one. And then finally, Table for Twenty is doing phenomenal. Okay, so like you mentioned, our event got canceled because of coronavirus. Yeah, man. And then it was just like a snowball effect. So all of the private events I had lined up got canceled as well because people were scared and you know nobody knew what was going on. My business partner at the time is my best friend and. We decided not to do the business together anymore. You know, she's still my best friend in the whole wide world. It's just that, you know, as friends, holding each other accountable was just terrible. I feel you. You know. It's hard to do that with your friend. It's so hard. And then, you know, 
we grew up together. We're like literally the same person, you know, and the key of having a good business partner is to have somebody opposite of what you do. Yeah. So I just kept, you know, we just kind of felt like we were falling over each other. Right. Yeah. Do you ever think about finding somebody like to be the middle ground of that? Like, you know, bring on another business partner who's kind of the, you know, where you're this and you're and she's that. And you feel like y'all are both so super compatible. Like find somebody who is that yang to y'all yin. I mean, I guess we could have done that, but we didn't. And now that it's mine, <laughs> I don't want to share it. Like, I really I like having it yeah. to myself and like calling the shots and yeah. like moving in a certain direction and at a certain speed. Um and then the chef I was working with at that time, okay, I feel like he really only liked working with my business partner. Because once she quit, I called him and I'm like, hey, you know, she's not doing this anymore. Are you still down? It's like, yeah, 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 I'm still down. I'm like, okay, you sure? You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm still down, I'm still down. Okay, I have a party. Are you there? Hello? Mm. Hello? Like, just completely ghosted me. So here I am. Chefless, business partnerless. And party list, which was probably a benefit because even if I did have a party, I didn't have nobody to work it at the time. So, so everything going on wrong right now. Cat bit the dog. Like life everything is, like- is just like crumbling. So the first thing I thought about was adding products, right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously with coronavirus, people not being able to see or get together in person, I need to be able to sell products, you know, online that people can just purchase and get and add the revenue stream, right? So I met Big Head Bruce through you and so many other people. So I'm so thankful to you and, like, this outlet, you know, and just being a connector in the in the cannabis community. Um, so I called him, and he was like, hey, have you ever thought about the Georgia Hemp Company? You know, they do affiliate sales, blah, blah, blah. So I called them. I met a phenomenal sales guy named Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Um, and, you know, we... We talked about Table for 20. He really, he saw the vision. He, like, really liked it. He was like, yeah, we got you. You can do this, blah, blah, blah. So now I have Georgia Hemp Company products on my website. So that that was really phenomenal. Um, and then I had another guy reach out to me. He wanted to throw a surprise birthday party for his wife, right? Now, mind you, I am completely teamless. No yeah. manager, no chef, nothing. So there was one chef that I had been, like, corresponding with on Instagram. So I kind of looped back around to her. And she was like, yeah, I'll do the party. She did the party. The guy raved about her, like, and how good the food was, how happy his wife was. You know, she took pictures. She was reliable. I, I made $50 off the party. Like, literally, that's, you know, I didn't make any money. I pretty much gave it all to her. But it was worth it, you know, because she proved herself. And I'm like, bet, okay, great. You know, I have a chef on board. So I had that piece. Then I had did a photo shoot back in February, like right before I was on the first time. And there was a young lady at the photo shoot that had expressed interest in, like, wanting to do event planning and, like, decor and stuff. So I hit her up like, hey, girl, eight months later, you still down? (laughs) She was like, yeah, girl, I'm down. So I put them together on a couple more parties. We've done a ton of events since then. They work super well together. And so I get to manage Table for 20 from here. They take care of all the private events. And then I travel back for any of the member events. So it's it's working really well. And for those who say, when you mentioned travel back, she means Chicago. Travel back to yeah. Chicago, yes. Yeah. So 
Table for 20, if you guys don't know, is based in Chicago. And let me just reintroduce it so everybody knows what Table for 20 is. Please do, yeah. Table for 20 is a membership-based dinner club. So what we do is once a quarter, we have a very elegant dining experience that always includes four courses and a signature drink. Now, before... Being a Table for 20 member just pretty much meant being on the mailing list. But now I've switched the model. So now membership is $80 annually, so just $80 a year. But now you can come to all four events. They're included in your membership, so there are no more ticket sales to the events. And you get 20% off the CBD products that are online. So if you're a heavy CBD purchaser... It would be better to go through me because any member gets 20% off all the time. So it's always going to be less than going into the actual dispensary. And actually, $80 isn't that much money. You $80. know, and we were just discussing that. You know, it, with subscription services, like I cancel them all the time. Matter of fact, I got charged this morning by Place It. They had to refund that immediately. But um, <laughs> I see something like that as being something I would love to be part of because, like you mentioned, for $80, for me to be able to take part in all those events all that you do events, and yes. to take, you know, and I'm not a big CBD user, but to have the ability to have a 20% off discount on that. All the time. Because, you know, CBD is expensive. Like, How about that's worth more than $80? Yeah, yeah. When I go to Georgia Hemp Company for my own personal products, I run up a check. Yeah. So I, I thought it was good. And I really kind of want to be – or Costco was my inspiration. You know, you go to Costco, you get the membership – price on all of their stuff and then you know they got Costco travel you can rent cars and get your play tickets and stuff so I kind of want Table for 20 to be like the Costco of cannabis look I thought Costco and Sam Club were like such an elite um, elite club like I, I for the long, I, I still don't have a membership when people used to talk about it I was like yo does this exist like what is it <laughs> I love club? Costco that's what's up well it sounds I, I'm, I'm very um, I'm very impressed by the, how you, you maintained what you were doing through this time you know like that's a lot of shift changes and Going through this, going through the pandemic, you know, from being through the lockdowns, from being through the uncertainty of what's open and what's not open, and just the general fears that most people have, to maintain the business that you have, which is per- basically in person, you know, is, was was you know, applaudable. You Thank know, what I'm saying you definitely you. did your thing. Um, what was the biggest part of that transition? I mean, I would assume that probably you and your best friend. Um, deciding to go separate ways was probably the biggest was probably one of the bigger headaches but in, what no, was the, one of the honestly biggest problems not because and shout out to her for I could cry sorry shout out to her for just being such a genuine friend man like you know oh get her a tissue I man. hear, oh, this is I happening. hear all the time <laughs> this is happening oh I hear all the time go ahead how, and let it out how here. people you know they go into mm-hmm. business together and then yeah. they lose their friend and they fighting over money and we just we have so much love for each other we were determined not to let that happen you know so even her stepping away wasn't a huge deal thank you so much even her stepping away wasn't a huge deal because i still call her and talk to her and get advice for like she's still with me yeah you know we just decided to prioritize the friendship sometimes stuff grows apart like you know yeah. and i think that's it's mature of y'all to be able to do that mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 one of those things you kind of have to look at you have to look at situation to situation like occasionally yeah. something can go stale and what you didn't want to do is have it go stale and it ruin a friendship which, yes you know so that's i mean because happens. honestly and i i love table for 20 like this is my sincerest passion but i would like to match to it before i let it ruin my friendship me and her have been friends since sixth grade like that's my sister yeah so it's really nothing can come between that but 
it was a good thing that she stepped away just because we we are two different speeds. Mm-hmm. Like I move like I'm going to die tomorrow. Yes. Because that's <laughs> you know, I just I just got to do what I want to do. And if I'm not if I'm not fulfilled or happy, like I can't pump fake. Like I'm not the type of person that can sit at a job and be at a job unhappy for 5, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. If I'm unhappy, I move. I, you know, I'll be like, I quit. Go, uh, uh, bye. All right, y'all not working. Okay, I see y'all. Like I just, you know, so her stepping aside gave me like the space to just go really fast, and that's kind of that's kind of why I'm like, dang, I I've done more this year really than the last three years we've been in business. I feel like a lot of people had that same type of story um, during COVID because I I, I I share a story like that. As far as I'm concerned, I think I've accomplished more during this pandemic than I have in the last three years when it comes to cash color cannabis and everything else that surrounds it. And it's primarily because, um, and I'm going to ask you this question as well, is, is how I had to focus. You know, being that everything kind of just shut down automatically, you had to kind of shuffle your feet pretty pretty quickly, and yeah. you had to figure out, you know, some, some what's working and what's not working. Yeah. And I had to do that on the fly, similar to you. You mm-hmm. know, I had to figure out what what in Cash Color Campus was working, what, what about Atlanta Bus was working. Oh. You can't do these live events. Well, what else can you do? You had to move really, really, really fast. And um, yeah, and it, 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 I can I can feel the pain. I can feel the pain. Is key. Yeah. And I mean, resiliency in a business is always necessary, but I think Corona really. Separated men. Yeah, from it's gonna separate yeah. those. Yeah. Um, but the I, I want to say the made the most major turning point was adding the products mm-hmm. to the website. Once I got the products, I got a new vision for the membership, and just everything just started to flow into place. Yeah. Oh, and like I was going to ask, you know, um, during the pandemic, you know, I one thing I had to do was focus a little bit more on what was working and what wasn't working because, you know, we certain revenue streams was cut off, certain things you couldn't do. Um, what was one of the things that you had to kind of focus on a, a, as far as your brand where you realize, all right, this is something I want to do, but it's just not working. Like, I got to cut this off and I got to streamline it. Like, I like how you started adding things to the website. Like, I think I think that's a brilliant idea. You know? Yeah. So what were some of the things that you had to, you know, kind of take an audit of yourself and be like, this mm-hmm. isn't working. I got to chop this off. It was really the member events. Mm -hmm. The member events, as they were before, weren't working on two different, three different levels. Number one, in the past, I was losing money on those events. You know, I was selling tickets individually. Sometimes we would sell out. Sometimes we wouldn't. We had, we didn't have a specific location. So some locations cost $600. Some locations cost $1,000. So it was hard to keep that cost. And then coronavirus shut it down anyway, so it just wasn't possible, period. Um, But what was working is people were very comfortable having the chef and the manager come into their home Mm -hmm. and be around people that they knew. So at the height of COVID, it was like cancel, 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 cancel. (laughs) And then when like June, July, August came around, it was like in home, in home, in home, in home, in home, like book, 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 New business model. Yeah, Yeah. so I really just focused on building that team that I needed to be reliable and to be at every private reservation. Yeah, that's dope, man. Well, you you definitely, resilient is is the word, you know? (laughs) Resilient is the word. I'm, 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 
your story is amazing. Thank you know, just you. hearing you just bust through all that. And I know we got so much more to even get into as oh, far as the brand. Man. So I'm glad you got all that off your chest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> glad you got all that Thank off you your for chest. Being my therapist. Nah, hey, you know what? <laughs> you you got to shout them out because I, I go to a therapist, you know, and, and, it's, and it's one of them things so I had to go to in order to really fully. I get angry quickly. You know what I mean? I, even now, I'm watching myself channel myself a lot better. You're getting a lot more focused on not, you know, snapping about some small shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, Dang, I don't know. It's almost like I talking to a friend. I forgot what I was going to say. We are friends. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say to you. So, yeah, but so, we are talking about um, it's a table for 20. So yeah. a table for 20 now is a, is you're going towards a membership model. It's a membership-based dinner club. Dinner so, club. There are two people, I think, that are my ideal customers. Mm-hmm. Number one, the cannabis enthusiast that lives in or around Chicago, obviously, because I think the biggest draw to table for 20 is our events, yeah. right? But if you're outside of Chicago and you're a heavy CBD purchaser, like I mentioned, you're going to be able to get CBD products on our website much cheaper than dispensaries. So you're you're my target audience as well. So I really want people in Chicago that are full cannabis enthusiasts and anybody who may not be in Chicago because we can ship throughout the entire United States that is. You know, you're gonna have to take me out to Chicago. Like, I, I find it ra- random that I have never actually been to that city. Okay, so I'm yeah. gonna take you up on that because yeah. I have something coming up. So. When, when, when's coming up? Because I'm planning 2021 20, now, and I gotta think about, I guess, now two people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I gotta do some pop ups. Like, so okay. let's, let's tell me well, what's okay. going on. So I got two upcoming events, right? Yeah. One is in December, one is in February. Okay, February sounds better for me. Our December <laughs> event. Because COVID is still really has Chicago on full lockdown, you can't even eat inside a restaurant still right now. So my next event is going to be a to-go event, right? So people can RSVP, come through and grab place and go. They, place they, um, orders, and then I'm going to have the same four courses packaged super cute, obviously, and the signature infused drink, and then they can just pick it up and go home, and then... Later that night, we're going to get on Instagram Live for a little dinner conversation, and I'm going to have giveaways for the people that participated in the to-go event. I have three sponsors, and I'm going to give away some really cool items. That's done, and that's going to be in December? So that's December 20th, okay. and then the event I want you to come to or consider mm-hmm. is February 20th. Now, Table for 20 is renting out an entire bed and breakfast. It's an eight-room bed Oh, okay. This is what she was telling me about. Okay, go ahead. Yes, so it's an eight-room bed and breakfast. Tickets are about $7.50, but it's Mm -hmm. dual occupancy. So you and your wife could come. Okay. The room is included. We have a whole day of infused events. You spend the night, and then it's breakfast the next day before you check out. It is going to be super dope, and the bed and breakfast is in Wicker Park. Beautiful. All right, man. It sounds like a bunch of shenanigans might be going it on. It's going to be beautiful. Man. Oh, man. It sounds like a strip club <laughs> later that night, boy. I, I, I could already, you know. And then plus one of the, one Some of the, of the perks rules is you might commit. be rocking. Now, I don't know who people bring in. Look, I, I, I was about to say, I promise. Some of the rules going to be real. Look, <laughs> I promise. This is my first time in Chicago. We're going we gonna to organize something. <laughs> Something's happening in Wicker Park. But that sounds that sounds dope. I like I like how you're um yeah I like how you're carrying the flag for this man. And you're really taking this a lot further than I guess even we when we were talking about it in February. And and I think that's the thing. It just feels like I got so much clarity mm-hmm. throughout this time in the pandemic. I think it's just to your point of having to really focus and figure out what's going to work. Yeah. Um, another huge blessing is that I had a restaurant in Chicago reach out to me. 
Their name is Wake and Bacon. They're up in Lakeview, <laughs> and they're a brunch spot. And they were like, "Hey, you know, if you need a place to throw events, we can like partner, and you're you're welcome to throw events here." So even better, now I have a specific location where once we can go outside, I can have all of my events at the same place. So now I've streamlined one of my biggest pain points. Yeah. And on top of that, because I have the membership model, I don't have to sell tickets anymore. Selling tickets is always a hustle, and I hated it. Yeah. And then to to do the party on a one-off event basis just always made the tickets more expensive. But if I can have people pull up... Yeah. I need y'all to pull up, sign up, become members. The more members I have, the more often I can throw these events, and we can really get it rocking. That's what's up, man. You know, Illinois is um, yellow, yellow, yellow legal now. Full legal legalization. Full legalization. Okay, and then this is the reason why I'm so passionate about black and brown people pulling up for each other in this industry. Illinois has made over 400 million dollars since legalization happened in january i'm gonna say that again Mm. cannabis in chicago has made over 400 million (laughs) dollars since january i almost want to say net or gross because i have to go through that now and i'm like 400 million dollars was it 40 dollars like like at the end of the day well i mean taxes are high taxes on cannabis are extremely high but again you know, most of the dispensaries we know aren't owned by people of color. Yes. We know that people of color are not getting a piece of that pie. And people of color who who rule the legacy market, the underground, the black market, that's the thing they're trying to really kind of squash. You know right. what I'm saying? That'd be the one thing that we actually do have control over. Exactly. Yeah, but so. I'm, you know, instead of instead of crying about how the laws are and how they're not letting us in, we should just pull up for each other because, like, okay, my whole goal with Table for 20 is to get as many black or brown-owned CBD products in my store as possible. So I'm giving members a discount to access companies of color, and the more we support them, now we've created an ecosystem. So the companies that are in my store are sponsoring my events. The people who are at my party are buying what's in the store. Yeah. And now we've created a system where we don't need laws to let us in. We can just simply support each other. It's that simple. Oh, my God. It's like I'm listening to Cash Color Canvas right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm listening to myself right now. You know, just, we can literally do this. We can do is. this. Like if we just pull up for one another. And then here's my thing. I can't just get $80 off the strength. Y'all spend $80 on anything. Jays is sold out. Xboxes is sold out. PS5s is sold out. And y'all can't give me $80 to come to four events. Don't, don't let me start about, I need y'all to pull up Don't let me pull start up. Don't let me start about how I be at pop-ups Doing my clothes <laughs> Selling my clothes And I'll have one person Every pop-up Trying to negotiate me Over a $50 hoodie After you just bought A $100 eighth You know what I'm saying Exactly Exactly <laughs> like And that's to my negotiate thing negotiate with me Okay Table for 20 In-home parties Are two thirty-five a person And I've literally had people Come at me sideways Talking about Oh you price Like you the only one That do this Excuse me Excuse me. First of all, I do this very well. That's number one. You paying for the skill set. Uh huh. (laughs) And then number two, you can go to this not black owned dispensary and spend 
$60 on like a 3-5 and then you're going to pay $25 in taxes. But you're going to ask me why my you, people don't even can't even fathom the amount of money it takes to be in this industry and be compliant. Yeah. You know, so my, my price reflects the industry. You know what I mean? It's not like. It's not like I'm getting cannabis for free. I got to pay for it and pay the tax, too. No, I feel your price reflects your price, number one. And, and I feel like, you know, whatever your price is going to be, I feel like either you're unpaid or you're not. Like, it's, it's, it's really not a super debate. What I hate <laughs> what I hate doing is when we try to pit each other against each other. Like, I'm not going to sit here and debate whether or not why I am more expensive or why I charge this versus what, like we say, a mainstream. I want to say just a white-owned brand, but a mainstream brand would charge. I'm not a mainstream brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, like look, I'm not Walmart. Like, we don't keep... A thousand things on stock, still, like you know what I mean. I'm not still, that. I'm not that. It's a pair of Gucci, a pair of Gucci tights with holes in them for one ninety. That's sold out. Yeah. Who is you talking to? Yeah. Don't please don't come at me on price. We done with that. Yeah. No, it's for real. You know. You know. And, and that goes deeper. <laughs> I'm gonna get real aggressive. The next person that do that so. goes that goes deeper. You know, people 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 spend on you know, and I'll never I'll never shade anybody for what they spend money on. People spend money on what they spend money on. If you prefer to spend $150 on Gucci's leggings like you mentioned, but you don't want to spend something on this this brand that you just knew or your friend of yours, that's totally up to you. Like we live in a world of free choice. I think that's whack. It is whack. You know, in my opinion, it's kind of whack, but I mean, it's totally your free choice. What I don't want to yeah. do is go into the debate again about why you should be doing this versus well, this mainstream brand does blah blah blah. This white owned brand does this and that. Bro, I don't know what they I don't know what their situation is. I know what I do. You know, well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I'm just, it's like pick a side, mm. okay? If you are one of the people that's consistently popping your gums about how they need to let black people in the industry and how it's unfair and how the laws need to change and you was knocking door to door trying to get oh, people to we, vote for Biden and all this other stuff, we, 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 but we, you're we, not ready to spend $80 a year Okay, to support a black business, I don't want to hear you. Or on the other hand, if you like spending all your money on Gucci, Louis Prada, and you don't support any of your friends because you think all their businesses is whack, okay, that's fine. As long as you, but you can't, you know, you can't say, oh, woe is us, they're not letting us in, and then not support at all. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you talking out the side of your neck. No, it's a disconnect, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, support is a verb. <laughs> and, and we can go there on a lot of levels like there's there's people who again like you say will give you the whole spill of where we were at at this moment and what i just did and all this a third but i lack i still have yet to see some of these people actually support some of the newer people coming in like refuse to you know what I'm saying and i'm like that alone is a, is a is a hindrance to our growth like at some point you got to be able to I- I- acknowledge and accept that there's something else out there mm-hmm. and even if you don't consistently shop with this person if you don't consistently mm-hmm. listen to this if you don't consistently um you know just even acknowledging is support at some point you know what i mean i think we run through that a lot as far as um, the black community we have a hard issue acknowledging that people do some stuff everything is not a competition oh yeah and then i think there's a couple other things like uh, i hope i'm not saying too much lord Mm, you good i'm about Uh, about to go on my own (laughs) tangent i thought about that myself i thought about it i was like let me let me pull back a tad Uh, bit but i I, I have acquaintances from high school that are popping and have several followers, you know what I mean? And I DM them, I reach out to them. I'm not getting no love back because we have this. You talking about Chance the Rapper? No. No, no, but we have this, we have this terrible, terrible habit 
of not wanting to acknowledge each other until we feel like that person has reached the point of being on. Yeah. And how do you break into that if nobody's going to let you in? Oh, if we're going to go down that road, so then really, when you get acknowledged and, as on, then you are doing too much. But but I don't I don't see and I'm not in the Caucasian community, mm-hmm. but I don't see that when they have something, it's just full support. Yeah. I don't see this like, oh, let's wait till it's a certain status type thing. And that's that's that really bothers me. It's just that's just icky. I mean, we can go days for oh. that, man, because it, it it does. And that is that is a again. Like I say, I don't dive into the white community a lot. I'm pretty sure like redheads and blondes like clash all the time, but Maybe I, I don't do. know. Who knows? You know, but I but, know. I, but I don't but, know. But still, I know what like, goes on in our community this, every day. Of However, doing that. I just want to say on the flip side, myself personally, I. Well, first of all, I am exquisite, so that's really, that's all I can do. Um, But I feel it's even more so important for me to have everything with my business buttoned up, making sure my team shows up on time, making sure I properly communicate with customers, making sure everything is excellent. You know what I mean? So there's an onus on us as black business owners to make sure our businesses operate at a certain level. I have tried, I have, I worked with a black cannabis consultant, paid this young lady a thousand dollars. She sent me this whole scope of work about what she was going to do for me. Did any of it get done? No, it didn't. So on one hand, I'm begging my people. I'm really at y'all next about not supporting me, but then I try to support other black businesses and they completely let me down. So I understand, but, and that's the other thing. I don't want you to support me just because I'm black. I want you to support me because it's good. The experiences are amazing. Look at the Google reviews, five stars. This ain't no foo-foo. I'm not playing with y'all. This is excellent. Period. So that's what it is. Respect it as such, and pay. Pull up. Yeah, man. A pull up, like you say, is, is support is support is a verb. I mean, um, yeah, we can go on for days about that because I do honestly feel like that's a that's a toxic issue that does cloud us at times. We have this thing where we want to do these comparisons. We have these things where you don't want to necessarily acknowledge a situation. Like I was about to mention, like, you know, you don't never have to, I'm never in competition with any show ever. Like I've, I've, I've already established in my mind, you know what I'm saying, what I do and how it's different from other people and I have no problem supporting other people. That's a hard thing to do for other folks. Like, and I've recognized that a little while ago. It's not something that's going to negatively stop me from doing it, but I have no problem shouting out nobody else. No, I have no problem leading you to somebody else. Honestly, I'm going to say it again. Since January 1st, <laughs> cannabis in Chicago has made $431 million. I just want three. It's enough for all of us. We can all get paid out here. We don't have to hate on each other like oh oh you gotta stay back you gotta stay back till i get on it's it's no need for that all you gotta do is put your hand up it's money just circulating in the atmosphere it's going crazy it's going crazy it's just money everywhere money money 431 million dollars in nine months 
And I'm gonna be concerned because somebody else has a a, a infused dinner. No, yeah. people. First of all, you have to eat three times a day every day. <laughs> it's plenty of room for it's all of us. <laughs> Get some variety in your life. Get some. It's a McDonald's and a Wendy's yeah. that sit right. And across the street from each and other, and have zero beef with each and other, and they both making a million dollars. Zero beef with each other. Why are we tripping? The only time they trip is on Twitter. <laughs> That's the only time you <laughs> see them tripping on Twitter. Views. It is only time you see them tripping. They never knock on Arby's doors and tell, <laughs> or try to flag down Arby's post. Somebody flagged my post yesterday, man. I felt all kinds of ways where I had to literally again settle myself that down, settle okay. myself <laughs> down because they flagged uh, my press pass, like my MJ Biz press pass, and flagged it as he's selling illegal. Um, whatever they want to call it, that ain't illegal, man. That's terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. I was like, that's some hater shit. But yeah, and again- I, I've had I have had other friends with cannabis businesses that tell me similar stories. They page get shut down because they stop working with somebody, and that person is salty and went and reported their page. And like, it's just that happens to strippers a lot too. <laughs> no, it's a fact. There's it no to strippers winning <laughs> acting like that, and even your karma. It's coming back no matter what you do about it. And that's the, I, my karma is amazing. I'm not hating on nobody. Like, even the young lady that took my $1,000 and ran, I'm not even going to say her name because it's not necessary. You, you know, know what so, I mean? Tell me offline so I can know not to pay her. You you already know her, and I believe she stood you up too. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. All I'm going to say is respect and support the businesses that are working on excellence. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm not partial. I I love all my people, white, black, purple. I really don't care what you are. If you are a cannabis consumer and you like to get down Look, and you all about peace and love, you are all right in my book. Look, big yourself up. Be that excellence. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had somebody actually ask me about cash color cannabis, and they say, you know. Um, how have you been comfortable freely being able to talk about this, being that you're in the state of Georgia, you know, and Georgia is not legal and this, that, and the third? And my response was, High Times has been doing it for decades, and nobody ever asked them anything. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, it's, been selling, it's been selling at Tower Records. Like, uh-huh. they've had major stars on covers decades. Decades. And nobody's ever asked them anything. I've been doing this for four years, and you're still concerned? Like, like let's put this in perspective sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and I... um. Even the dispensaries in Chicago, you know, I've been doing this for three years. I have called on all of them. They're not trying to let us in, bruh. So so all my people that's in line for the dispensaries, but they don't want to pull up to my parties, I got, that irritates me so. But, you know, I'm still new. I'm still kind of small. It's not like I got billboards and commercials and stuff. So everybody doesn't know, but I'm just, I have a challenge to the cannabis community. I need y'all to start pulling up for as many black-owned businesses as possible. If you truly care about diversity, if you truly care about equality, but you're not looking at where you're sourcing stuff from, I challenge you to do better. Mm. All right, accept that challenge. Right. <laughs> Except that challenge. You sound tired now. Where'd you get all that out, Pastor? <laughs> Listen, there's so much passion in here, okay? I, I could be on here for real. I know, man. She got she did a sermon, boy. Woo! Past it's, it's, it's really coming from the heart though, because like I try so hard to support my friends. I don't care what you're selling. I'm gonna buy it at least once. You know what I mean? I just try. 
like girl do my nails eyelashes every, you know every, my one friend sells cups like whatever it is like I'm always trying to support and I just I want to see more of that especially in this industry because we deserve it yeah you know everything that the government and everything that society has done to keep this away from us like we really deserve it and I I don't feel like we need to wait on laws to help each other achieve where we need to go. No, you also don't need to wait for somebody to get a certain level or they don't, you don't have to wait for them to stumble some. Right. I feel like, I feel like until Chance the Rapper actually comes to an event, people is not hearing what I got to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need Mecca to pull up. I'm going to work on it. Mecca, make a Mecca appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming February, I'm telling you. I feel y'all think I might pull up, man. I, I really want to take some trips in 2021. I haven't had a chance to do what I felt like I wanted to do with the podcast. I'm thinking about going to New Orleans, but oh, yeah, Chicago be cool. Yay. Chicago be cool. Okay. I've never well, been. Well, you know, and then the bed and breakfast, I will say, is still COVID pending, y'all. Like, the again, Chicago is not like Atlanta. Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, Mary Lightfoot, she not playing with y'all. Oh, you seen the memes? She not, she not. <laughs> you seen the memes? Her and pantsuits is not playing with she y'all. She ain't playing with y'all. She's she not with playing, y'all. so, you know, I'm gonna keep. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna keep a little asterisk in yeah. February because it really kind of depends on the conditions, but mm-hmm. whenever I get a chance to do this, it will be an amazing event. Why don't you try to do it down here? Because clearly we have different rules. We have Brian Kemp as a governor, and, you know. <laughs> So Keisha seemed to be straight with all with anything we feel like doing in this city. Here's the thing about Atlanta. Number one, because it is just me now and I don't have a business partner, I was really trying to focus on Chicago and getting it operating like a well-oiled machine before I, I expanded. But also to do what I do down here and be mm-hmm. compliant with it. It's going to take me $28,000. First of all, I need to have the hemp production license that's $25,000. First of all, we're already thinking too compliant. We don't need to be compliant. We're enjoying it. (laughs) You already thinking too complicated. And second, (laughs) because I'm excellent, not illegal. Second, I need a $100,000 surety bond that's going to cost me an additional $3,000. But if there are 325 black people in Atlanta that are, or whatever people, sorry, but you know, shout out to my cousins. If there's that many people in Atlanta willing to pay their $80 before I have an event posted, that will be the money that I need. It only takes 325 of us Girl, now you're trying to, you, to get me down here. Are you so challenging it, me now? Like, no, I, I'm like $80, I, 300 people. I think I can do that. Are you serious? Come on. With <laughs> it then. If y'all really want table for 20 down here and to be compliant, if I could just have 325 willing participants mm. to go ahead and sign up, I will pay that fee, and my chef will be down here expeditiously. It's nothing. I T.I. <laughs> nothing you are hilarious i'm just saying like and i listen i know that most people say stuff just because it sounds good or they say stuff and they mean well i mean what i say and i say what i mean i say that i was going to do it and i did that's that's how i operate so I don't play. You walking in power I, right there. I don't play. Walking I, when, in power. When I say I'm going to do stuff, I do it. So yeah. if 325 people are really going to pull up, I got y'all. But don't play with me because I'm real. I'm serious. I'm dead ass. So 
girl, what's I'm up? trying to stop cursing, but I couldn't. She I ain't trying it. to stop cursing. I needed to put that exclamation point. When you there. pray tonight, this be plain and honest. God, I, it's hard. It is. It's so hard. Especially, I've had these words for so long. Yeah, man. <laughs> Have you found a strain that helps you relax yet? Uh, <laughs> Takes you, know, you down a little bit? Honestly, I will say, you know, because originally heavy THC user enthusiast, but like not that I'm not still, you know, still like my edibles and stuff, but um, CBD has really helped me with like back pain and stuff Mm -hmm. and like the gum, like I'm kind of into it. So you've been more CBD than THC lately? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Learn something new. Seriously. (laughs) And like, so I I was in a car accident in 2019 and so I'm still kind of dealing with chronic back pain. But the Georgia Hemp CBD massage oil in the bathtub with some Epsom salt, amazing. Man, that's a lot of shout-outs for Georgia Hemp. Shout-out to Joe. <laughs> Shout-out to Joe. Shout-out to Joe. Matter of fact, I'm trying to – I try to. I got to stop by the Decatur store. They, I know they opened up a new location yeah, on yeah, Saturday. Go yeah. pick up some And stuff. I, that's the other thing. Like, again, I was calling all of these dispensaries in Chicago – wasn't getting any love. I called Georgia Hemp Company, and they embraced me with open arms. So huge shout-out to them. Oh, one more thing I wanted to tell you about. I almost forgot. There is an organization called Our Academy. Mm-hmm. They are... Um, like ex- Our, like O-U-R, or uh-huh. Our? Okay. O-U-R. Um, this is Our Dream on Instagram. At This is Our Dream. But they're a business accelerator focused on black or minority-owned cannabis businesses. So they did a 13-week accelerator that I had the blessing to be a part of. They paired me with a mentor who is a... Uh, Was the mentor like in the cannabis space or just yes. somebody in... Oh, so the mentor um, has her own cannabis business out in California. We met once a week for 13 weeks. She helped me get my vision together. She helped me get my fundraising deck together. The, the accelerator had all types of resources. Like twice a week we were getting education on metric and our business plan and our SEO and our marketing, like all of these resources for the black and brown community. And um, so they're taking donations right now, you know, because it's Donation Giving Tuesday or whatever it is. And as soon as Table for 20 hits a million dollars, they're definitely getting a check from me. I'm paying that forward because I've gotten so much over the last 13 weeks, like, I've, I've always felt like Table for 20 had the pieces. They helped me put the puzzle together. Yeah. So, that's and that's, that's another reason why I feel like I've been able to come so far in this short time in the middle of this freaking chaotic pandemic. We yeah. You know, I, I, um, I really think, I thank this year for what it's actually done for me. You know, I, and, and I thought about it even before I even came onto the studio today about where I was. I guess mentally, um, professionally, just everything, The right before they shut down the city. Like, I remember everything I was doing, I remember shit. Just, and you were on the move, too. It really didn't seem yo, like you had a lot of time. No, I was on the move, but I wasn't moving in the right direction. Okay. And it's something, there's a difference between being busy and being productive. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And oh, I, fa- yeah. I realized I was being a lot busy, but I wasn't being actually productive. Yeah. And it took a lot for me to actually sit down and kind of, like I say, whittle down what the hell was wrong. You know what I mean? I remember sitting I, I remember sitting in the house one day, and this show came on called The Hustle on, on Vice. 
and um the the episode they were discussing it was it was um this guy named John Henry who does um helps people with their businesses in New York, and he was talking about a business in the Bronx that was a clothing line, mm-hmm. and I I I glued myself to that episode because he the some of this, the every single one of the issues they were going through I was going through, but on a way bigger level like they were in debt like out their ass I just wow. wasn't making no money you know what I'm saying right, I right, just right. wasn't making no money, but I started taking tips from that I started reading a lot more I started I, matter of fact I even dedicated myself to reading three. Um, studying three figures from the Bible that I thought was even mimicking I or even going where I was at. I really had to reshape a lot of things that make me so get to where I was It's so interesting that you say that because I have made my own personal commitment to read the Bible every day. And when I tell you, I feel like, number one, my relationship with God is so much stronger. Are you going to cry again? No. Okay. Maybe. Oh, no, just ask Mind your first. business. <laughs> <Just> ask <it laughs> for One, my relationship with God is so much stronger. But even in the Bible, it promises you that if you read the Bible every day and you meditate on it, it promises you success. So we be going to all these TED Talks. We be paying all these money for all these master classes. Read the Bible, bro. You don't think it right now. <laughs> Do you, you watch TV, you ever see the Peter Popoff commercials? With I the, don't with watch the, TV. Actually. Man, this man named Peter Popoff got this. <laughs> mir- I be reading the Bible every day. Peter Popoff got this miracle water. He's a he's a pastor, right? And he been you know like they have the little um, testimonials like, man, I got the water in the mail. Next thing you know, I got a check for eighty thousand dollars. I'm like, he the person need to be hustling right now. Like apparently you can, you got you can solve everybody's problems with this water. Donate to him. <laughs> Help out Peter Papa. I'm not sure about that. I'm seriously. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> but I mean, I really, I truly feel like not that master classes and all these productivity books, not that those are a bad thing, but if you truly want the keys to success, go ahead and open up that good book. I'll tell you another key. Go ahead and be able to be cool with being by yourself for a second. And I think that that's something else that people have issues with. You been watching me? No, you been girl. You sound like me. Like, like, maybe, maybe it's the opposite. But you gotta learn how to sit with yourself sometimes. You oh, know what I mean? My goodness. And that's what I got for real, for real during uh, the pandemic. Because when I say I was sick and by myself for weeks, buddy, buddy. Not only did I, I mean, even to this moment, I joke about how I learned. I learned and I, I found new rappers because I found myself watching YouTube. And I never did that. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be up at 3 a.m. watching YouTube. And I'm like, yo, I never even heard this artist. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 4 o'clock. I'm still wide awake. And I've got all these thoughts in my mind. But the longer you go on now, you start realizing that I, you're here by yourself for a reason. You're hearing some of these stuff. Like, what's happening? Like, get to the source of why you're hearing these conversations in your head. Why you're say, feeling this direction happening. It's one of them things, too. Like, I feel like once you realize that, get to the point where you're sitting with yourself. Learn who you are and learn what you're trying to do and learn what's happening. That has definitely been, I can give you an amen to that. That has definitely been one of the things that, honestly, going into COVID, I was not looking forward to. My friend right here can tell you. (laughs) I was like, oh, I don't want to be by myself. First of all, I am a serial monogamous. My last relationship was seven years. My relationship before that was 10 years, like, when I find something I like, obviously I keep it for a really long time. <laughs> so we broke up my last relationship, um, maybe February of last year. So like going into COVID, it was very uncomfortable just cause I was so used to being somebody's girlfriend for so long. So now I'm single. Are you gonna cry? N- 
<laughs> now I'm single and and I'm isolated. You know what I mean? So I really did have to get comfortable being by myself, but the self-care, prioritizing self-care, prioritizing that relationship with God and really putting my energy into my business, life-changing. This is a dope episode. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, this is a dope episode. I'm glad. You got my you got my energy up now. <laughs> Good. Stacey, exactly. uh, so I want people to definitely support this. I know, like you, you said, you need 300 people at $80 down here to support. If you want a table for 20 party in Atlanta, <laughs> pull up, sign up, become a canna buddy. That's what I call my members, my canna buddies. Again, $80 a year, it gets you four events. You don't have to pay for the events. Those are included in the membership, and you'll get 20% off of all of the products that I add right now. I'm Georgia Hemp Company exclusive, but like I said, I got Tess and Taylor coming up. I got Simply High Extracts coming up. Atlanta Biz Clothing coming up. I got Atlanta Biz Clothing coming up. You can definitely affiliate sell on my site. I would love that. And any other black-owned CBD brands that are willing to affiliate sell with me, let's get it. There is more power in our community with us together and united than we can even fathom. So I feel like once we get on that wave, once we truly get there, everything's going to change. We could really talk about affiliate marketing. You're talking about some stuff that really helped a brother survive this year. Yeah. Aside from actual sales of clothes, you talk about because I, I, I'm with you. Like I, I have no problem walking away from something. And for the last two months, I've been here and there about quitting my job, and I finally did it. Yeah. <laughs> I finally, job. I, I finally, I'm so ca- proud of you. I finally felt comfortable enough doing it because I was actually at the point where one day I was working and I felt like um, I was losing money working. Mm-hmm. Like I literally was losing money working. I should be picking up orders. I should be dropping this stuff off, and I know I can't do it within this eight hour span. Mm-hmm. So I, I had challenged myself. I was like, you know, if you made X amount of dollars per week, you need to make that on a Friday doing your own what you're doing. And I did. I straight up, I made $20 more than what I made that week. And I I'm said, I'm so done. happy for you. And I said, I'm I really done. I said, I'm going to take that challenge. And every day is not good like that. You know, some days you wake up, it's zero. You know what I'm saying? But you, it's, it's about that hustle and it's about the freedom of being able to do that. And it's about the fact that taking that risk. And I feel like you're that person as well. It's about yep. taking that firm take risk that of saying, risk this is what I want to do and I got to do it. Be resilient. I'm a, It'll happen. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a fan, so you're definitely a whole Tyler Perry movie. I want uh, people to support you. Uh, let them know how they can find you on social media. I can get up with you. You can find me on social media at a table, the number four, and then T W E N T Y. So a table, the number four, and then twenty, all spelled out on Instagram and Facebook. And then if you want to see my website, it's a table f o r. 20 all spelled out so if you want to know the real stacy follow her at afro deity that is my personal (laughs) she has a personal private page she might not accept you but just go ahead and try underscore deity you can find me it's not private but if you ain't on my close friends list you missing a lot you yeah yeah she be turned up (laughs) she be turned up this close to having an only you better go follow her This close to having the OnlyFans. Go follow it out. Stacey, I thank you for coming out tonight. Thank you for having me. No problem. And that's Cash Color Campus, a high level of conversation on livehiphopdaily.tv. Bye. That was a-